Happy holidays! I'm RJ and welcome to the newest episode of Realms and Nerds. Uh, it's almost December 25th, so that means this week you get a holiday-themed episode as promised. So just a heads up, this is not part of our main campaign that we're currently running, The Return of Warnon. In fact, uh, this episode actually has our dear Brunhilda Ray DMing for the first time, and then our usual dear DM Harrison playing as his first ever player character. So we're really excited for you to hear that. This turned out to be a really fun we really enjoyed recording it for you guys. Uh, so just a few quick things, uh, and then we'll get right into it. First of all, obviously, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes as soon as they're released. You can find us on our hosting site, Podbean, as well as, of course, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music. You can find us on YouTube. We're working on getting episodes up on Twitch. Uh, you can find us on TuneIn, CastBox, pretty much anywhere that you get podcasts. Also, don't forget, we're also on social media, so absolutely go and uh, click to follow or like our page or whatever. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Uh, and also on Facebook, we have a Facebook fan group that you can join and talk with other fans. So don't forget to get involved with that. If you make a post on social media about the podcast, don't forget to include the hashtag RealmsNerds, all one word, RealmsNerds. If you like our podcast, be sure to share it with a friend. Uh, that's obviously, as I mentioned many times, one of the absolute best ways to grow our listener audience and tell them if they like the show that they should also share it with a friend because, I mean, that's what, hey, makes the world go round. Thank you to our dear friend Kyle for composing our main introductory theme. We really appreciate you, Kyle. Thank you, listener, for listening. Thank you, every listener, for listening. We are almost to that uh, first thousand overall listens from our very first episode put up back in March, back when we were on SoundCloud, all the way up till today. So just thank you all so much from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, that's just a wonderful holiday treat was pretty much getting all the way to the first thousand. And hey, hopefully we can uh, get there before the new year. Anyways, I have talked enough, and actually, we have a special guest to bring you into the beginning of the episode, so I'll let him take it away. <laughs> Hello, I am Sir Nicolan, Lord of the Frost, an entity of the Northern Crystal Domain. Welcome to a magical Hearthfire episode. We have a wonderful tale of adventure and holiday cheer for you all today, and we invite you to join us in the realm of the Great Hearthfire Tree Mystery. a time when people open up their homes for travelers and adventurers. They share stories in exchange for uh, food, drink, and company. A tree stands in the middle of uh, most settlements, 
outfitted with ornaments that are achievements of each of the families that live in the settlements. Like, um, if somebody has a baby, they would hang an ornament of a crib. If somebody's uh, son or daughter went off to war, they would hang a spear or something like that. If uh, somebody decided that they were going to go into Beacon and become a smith or become some sort of uh, guild artesian, they would hang a hammer. And uh, underneath the tree, people put offerings of gold, of silver, of just different different things, anything that they have of excess to uh, the traveler, the god of uh, of change, in hopes that the next season would bring a good change for the people who lived in this town. A lot of times, um, travelers who come through these towns are uh, invited to take these items and replenish their supplies so that they can uh, complete the arduous trip to Beacon. And this is where I'm going to have you guys introduce yourselves. Who are you and uh, where are you guys going? Oh, I am Chris Tinsel. I am a cleric under the Order of Bahamut. I'm in search for the temple that lies just to the south of Beacon, where there is a new high priest about to be anointed. And so I am sent from my other temple in the north and am headed towards Beacon. I studied under Bahamut for a very long time and learned his, uh, as many of the secrets as I can and wish to carry out his orders. Hey everybody, my name is Jacob Frost. I'm from the uh, the heart of the White Timber Forest. Uh, me and my clan, we don't really get out much. We halflings like to stay to ourselves, but uh, after, uh, after nearly 60 years of guarding my family's uh, home and really keeping us safe, I've decided that... Uh, it's uh, it's time for me to get out and use my druidic powers for good uh, elsewhere in the world. My name is Karak. I'm from the Blood Pack. I am traveling to Beacon. I don't have anywhere else to go, really. My pack was slaughtered by the mountain dwellers on the, the reach of the wasteland. So uh, I was just traveling to Beacon. I don't understand. People keep letting me inside their house and they give me free shit. I was going to steal it anyways, but they're just giving it to me. I'm Richard Kringle. I've been living in Beacon for all my life. Some call me a swindler. I prefer to think of it as a businessman myself. I'm in the business of gambling, and I'd say I'm fairly good at it. And I'm just looking for the next score, if you know what I mean. I'm playing a character named Holly Ivy. She hails from the very far north. She is a carpenter elf that works in uh, the far north for an entity uh, known as Sir Nicolen. And she is tasked every year around this time at traveling around the world, helping to deliver gifts to people during Hearthfire. So she's on her way. This year she was tasked with going down south towards Beacon to deliver gifts. So that, that is uh, what she's up to, I guess. So a few days ride outside of Beacon, there is a small mountain town called uh, Volan. It's kind of a small farming town. There's only like 50 people there. It's mostly humans. 
last night it snowed and the whole scene is like really it's it's really pretty there's there's uh snow on top of buildings and the fields have been covered in snow and uh the town's children have started to make snowmen and uh snow forts in the field in the or where the fields used to be it's a really nice little town it's nice and homey and warm uh there's uh smoke coming from the chimneys of all the houses you walk into this town, and the first thing you notice is, you know, it's hearth fire, so you'd think that there would be the tree in uh, the middle of the town would be nice and decorated, and there'd be gifts underneath it. But, uh, you don't see a tree. You see a, um, an elderly gentleman standing over a stump, and he's, he's looking a little angry, and you can hear him muttering some profanities as he uh, shakes his head at the stump. Uh, what do you guys do? We're not already in a group, are we? No, you guys I are just. Think so, apparently, no. we're all just walking to the square. So, exact yeah, uh, at this point, exactly Holly was, but Holly walks in and notices us. She, what the fuck is this? Might want to watch your language there. Jacob comes strolling into the square. Oh my, such language! Uh, just <laughs> then, Karak pushes out of the pub. Has. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Had a mug in hand, was just, uh, you know, chanting some carol with some people inside. The tingle jingle carol. Throws it back as he pushes through the doors. Oh, what happened to your tree? I don't fairly know. I mean, it was here last night, and it looks like all the presents have been pilfered. I have no idea what's going on here. Oh, real shame. Seems like your town's got a real bridge. (laughs) <laughs> so what you're telling me is that overnight your tree and gifts have all disappeared? That's what it looks like. It was here last night. Now it's not. It's a terrible tragedy around Hearthfire. In my book, any uh, any harm done to a tree is a travesty. What can I do to help? Uh, I'm Corin Brandon. I'm uh, I'm the elder of this village. I'm kind of the mayor here. Um, Jacob, hello. I guess I need some help finding this stuff. This, uh... All these ornaments were really important to the people here, and this tree was has been here for centuries. I couldn't tell you where to start. I know, I know of a few people who have seen some weird occurrences around here. Maybe you want to ask around town, see what you can find. I just want to point out, you know that even if we bring the tree back, it's still going to be dead, right? Maybe your druid friend here can help me. Oh, well, I mean... I don't have any friends here. I mean, I, I'm kind of generally a friend with anyone. I don't, I don't think we've met, though. I, I, hello, I'm Jacob. And? Hello? <laughs> so you're some kind of druid? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm some kind of a druid, you could say. That's fucking shit. It's lame. <laughs> hey, He's a I... fucking Chad. <laughs> can I, uh... Can I cast, uh... Use my cantrip and cast Thornweb? Uh, and I want to try and, uh, wrap it around Crack's throat. Karak. Karak, sorry. Crack's throat. I want to ramp it around Crack's throat. Not to injure him, but just to let him know that I'm not going to take his shit. <laughs> oh, is that, I do an attack roll then? Yes, sir. 17. 17 against AC? <laughs> okay, so I, uh, I conjure the thorn whip in my hand and I'm just gonna like fling it and wrap it around his throat. Um, 1d4 piercing damage. Okay. Two. So you take two damage and, uh... Wait, listen! I'm gonna want you to roll, also roll an intimidation check with, um, with advantage. 
Okay. Can I uh, grab the whip after it and pull I mean, on it? You're gonna on injure yourself it. because it's made out of thorns. But if you want to, you can. Uh, so that's fourteen. Do a perception roll. Twenty-four. Okay. What so is your perception? What's three? Okay. So, um... Wait, how did you get... Yeah, a, no, no, no sorry. 22. Yeah, yeah 22. My okay, I was gonna say, how'd you get a 24 if you have a plus 3? I rolled a 21 on my die. <laughs> so, uh, Karak does not find you intimidating at all. He finds this display kind of, uh, kind of stupid. He looks at you with disdain, and, uh, Karak will remember that. Uh, well, listen, buddy, I need you to mind your manners a little bit. At this point... Holly would like to cast uh, the cantrip message, which is a it's a message I point at somebody and then it, I am able to send a message that only they can hear and they can respond. It, it sounds like a whisper. Silence. <laughs> kind of. It's a it's a whisper message that only they can hear and then they are able to respond, which is also a whisper that only I can hear. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So she points at Karak. And all of a sudden, he hears in his mind her voice saying, Hi, um, this is a very wonderful time of year, and you're being a grump-ass, so it'd be wonderful if you could please stop, or I'm gonna have to slit your throat in your sleep. Thank you. Oh, 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 what's in my head? You, you witch! Karak not like Thor. She just head. she just waves like that dainty like uh, each finger uh, goes down and up in succession. Yeah, Karak kinda... is very intimidated of Holly now. <laughs> Karak will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly. keep in mind she's a like very small, thin, four foot five elf compared to Karak, who is a full orc. He's so that's neat. quite. He's Quite the height orc. difference there, and like Jacob is gonna take his uh, whip off of off of his throat now and say, "Could you please just uh, behave yourself a little bit?" Ugh, I like it here. If we're done fooling around, I think we should help this fellow find his tree, don't you think? Chris Tinsel steps out of the shadows <laughs> as he's been watching. Yeah, wonder. Sitting there <laughs> smoking <laughs> slowly as he's observing the ground. I would like to. Hey, why is that tree on fire? I would like to do a insight check to see if I can look at the ground for any tracks. Okay, go ahead. 21. This square is kind of well-traveled by a lot of the people around here. It's been ob- it's obvious that a lot of people have been walking through here, looking at the tree, and because of the uh, pack of fresh snow, any tracks from last night would have been covered up anyway. So I can therefore deduce that it happened last night and not this morning. Yes. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll let you have that. That is a... Uh, I mean that was kind of. I'll give you. Anyway. I'll give you a point of uh, inspiration for that too. That was kind of cool. Ooh. I'll give you that. I'll Ooh, give you don't that. See that too often. So could Holly look or do an investigation check, look around and see if there's anybody that happens to be like seems suspicious, like they're watching this conversation or keeping <clears> an eye on this place, like maybe trying to see if anybody's onto them or anything suspicious like that. Basically, a, an investigation check on anything suspicious in the area. I mean, you can. That, that's okay. okay. You can do that. That's a 14. You can see out of the corner of your eye a gentleman standing there. He doesn't really look all that suspicious, but he's he's just standing there and he's uh he's watching you guys as you walk in. 
He's a half elf. It looks like he's about in his mid thirties. He doesn't. He doesn't look all that suspicious, but he's just standing there watching you guys. Okay. Uh, she's gonna skip over to him. Jacob, I think, would like to do a a nature check to see. I mean, this tree was cut down. He'd like to see if he can tell where the tree was taken using his abilities with nature. Okay, go ahead. Like, like, okay, okay, I guess. What kind of abilities with nature? Like, wh- what are you talking about? He's attunement with nature, I man. Know. <laughs> I know, but like... I'm one with the tree. The tree He's counting the rings on it to guess how old it is. <laughs> this tree is a hundred years old. <laughs> you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, like, what are you, what are you looking for? What, what exactly are you trying to get at? Can I tell how it was cut down? Can I tell how long ago it happened? Yeah, you can, I guess. That that would be okay. So I rolled a 17 on that. You can see that the cut wasn't clean. It was cut with rather crude instruments that probably weren't made to cut down a tree. Okay. You can tell it was, like, midnight last night that it was cut down, probably, from uh, the way that the sap is running out of it. And uh, that's pretty much all you get from it. Can I tell if it was the work of one person or if multiple people were involved? There are so many tool marks that you can't tell if it was one person making all of the marks or a whole bunch of people making the marks. Well, hey, everybody. This tree looks like it was hacked down. Whoever did this really didn't know what they were doing. Looks like maybe, uh, maybe about... 12.30 12.30 at night? I'm looking at the sap here. This definitely didn't happen in the in the last couple hours. It had to have been uh, late last night. It certainly happened before the morning snow. Richard walks over with uh, Holly to talk to the dude. Okay. Talk I see your DMness kicked in there, Mr. Yeah. Response. <laughs> Karak okay. is going to um, uh, just walk back into the pub and get another free round of ale because people are feeling generous. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, at he's at, at this point, Holly has now gotten over to the gentleman. Hello. What's your name? Hello, eh? What can I do you for? Um, Seamus Orion is my name. It's a pleasure to meet you, Seamus. I I noticed you had an interest in the goings-on here in the town center. What's up? I'm kind of sad about the tree. That tree's been here for quite some time. It's been here since I was little. I actually came over to talk to the village elder and uh, tell him some of the things that uh, I found in the last little while. Um, I I can see that he was talking to you. Are you you guys looking for what happened to the tree? Yes, we're, we're here to help. Oh, um... I'm a hunter, and I've been, uh, I, I went out this morning to go get, uh, dinner for my family, and it looks like, uh, I, I saw some, I saw some weird marks leading up to a, uh, leading through the woods. Um, I don't know if that's any help to you. It, it, they don't look like any marks that I've seen in these parts in a long time, eh? In a long time? So, but you have seen them before? Yeah, but we could, uh, we could never find out where they came from. Well, it sounds like we need to head off into the woods. Holy fuck, where'd you come from? <laughs> oh, I was just standing here, my dear. Come get me out of the pub. Okie dokie. Yeah, you're on there, bud. You want to go to the suspension? You gotta come out of that pub. She is now going to go to the place in the middle of the town where the tree was cut down <laughs> and talk to the elder again. Uh, did you guys learn anything? 
Yes, um, we talked to a nice young gentleman over there named uh, Seamus. Uh, he says he's a hunter and he's lived here for, it seems, his whole life. He was going to come here and tell you that uh, he, he found some tracks that he had, hadn't seen in a very long time going away into the woods. Oh yeah, um, Seamus is a good boy. I trust him. He doesn't tell any nonsense or any big tales. I would still advise you to ask around a little bit more, see what else you can find. Jacob's gonna go into the pub to check <clears throat> things out in there. Yeah, uh, Richard he, shall follow. He walks in, he sees Karak again, arms over two guys at the bar, swinging back and forth, <laughs> just singing as loud as he can. Jacob is uh, gonna go over to the bar and grab a stool at the bar. What are you gonna do with the stool that you have grabbed? I'm gonna haul myself up into it. It's probably a pretty tall stool. I'm literally yeah, that is actually a really great image. I'm literally two eight. I'm gonna haul myself up. Two foot eight. Yes. Dang, and I thought my character was short. What can I do for you? Oh, hello there. Nice to meet you, Croc person. Give him a round of the freshest ale you have. Shut the fuck up, Croc. You already have a tab that's like a mile long. You stop ordering from me. There's only so much that I can give you for Hearthfire. Do you have any sort of uh, the special winter ales? Yeah, we got this uh, nice mead mixed with juniper berry. Ooh, lovely. I'll have one of those. Thank you. Uh, Also, while you're pouring, do you know anyone that might have an idea what happened to the tree out there? I might. And uh, he's going to slide two gold pieces across the bar. Some of the people who stayed later, we heard some uh, weird noises coming from outside. We didn't, uh, we didn't bother looking. Around this time, uh, a lot of weird noises happen. And uh, let's just say uh, some people who can't hold their ale make uh, weird noises all the time. Oh, I understand. I understand. So, uh... These people, you you didn't, uh, did they, they came out of the bar then? Or were they just, did they ever come in? No, not that I know of. Okay. Do you know of perhaps anybody that, uh, that might have gone outside to see them that might, might know something more? Actually, I think that the, um, that the Sharon kid went out, Lily. I think that she got away from her parents and she walked outside and I heard that she might have saw something last night. Oh, thank you very much, and uh, where would I find her? It's a little bit uh, down the way. It's like a block away from here. Greenhouse, brown shutters, one story, kind of ugly little thing. You'll know it when you see it. Oh, well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. And uh, he's going he's gonna to raise his glass and toast you. Cheers. And uh, so he's, he's going to finish his drink. Holly has now entered the bar. Rock uh, takes his massive hand and pats Jacob on the back. Oh, hey, buddy. You know, maybe I overreacted earlier. Oh, yeah, I'm real sorry that I that I did that to you. I just, I really don't like it when people are rude, especially about things with nature. This, uh, this tree getting chopped down just really upset me. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I... Remind me never to tell you stories. Uh, okay. Holly points her finger at Karak and sends a message. Hi, it's me again. Oh. Could you get your ass over here, please? Thank you. Oh. Oh. 
Crack, very, very unsure and scared, pushes himself away from the bar. Looks across the bar, wide-eyed over at Holly. Okay. (laughs) Jacob is going to finish the drink that Croc left at the bar. (laughs) So he's that kind of guy, Um, It's It's kind of strong, so I'm going to need you to make a uh, a constitution roll. This tiny little dude. (laughs) This tiny little dude is drinking something made for an orc. The lightweight of lightweights here. That's a 15. Yeah, you're you're fine. You're yeah, good. you know, J- Jacob drinks a lot. <laughs> it gets cold out there in the forest. That's all they do is... 30% of his body is liver. Hey, they... <laughs> I mean, you know, in the, in the dead of winter, when you're in the middle of the forest, there's not much to do other than drink and... Anyways. So when Karak gets over there, she puts a finger up to, like, you know, like, hold on a second. And she, like, goes and takes out a bag of holding. That she uses to carry around the gifts that she's handing out as she, on her travels. And she pulls out the gift uh, and hands it to Croc and tells him to bring it over to the bartender and tell him that this is his gift this year from Sir Nicholan. Oh. And to retrieve the other two gentlemen in our party from the counter. And So her brilliant idea wait, is to give wait. the giant drunk orc a gift for the Bartender. She doesn't want to walk through the bar. Okay, 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 all right. So you want me to take this gift to the bar and say Sir Nicolin? Yes, you know, Sir Nicolin. Okay, okay, and then then I need to get some people. Yes, the two gentlemen that are with us sitting at the bar, and all of you should come here because we've got a lead, it seems. Can I get a present when I come back? You'll get your present in due time. Yeah, okay. Crack strolls across the bar, <laughs> throws the gift down on the bar. <laughs> hey! Goes to uh, kind of make a, a nice welcoming greeting to the bartender. He looks at you and he says, Not on your life, sport. Wait, okay, wait. That little lady over there, the little elf. She uh, waves. She's still in the doorway on the other side of the bar. He just kind of scowls at you. Uh, well, she said this is from... Sir Nicolin, here. Walks right over to Jacob, picks him up by his collar, and is just holding him in the air. Um, just gonna leave Richard there. And then who else is? Richard. Is Richard the other one in the bar? Uh, Correct. Oh, correct. Hey, hey, Hey. Um. Hey. You. Yeah. Come here. Hey, correct. Give me like literally a minute. Hang on. And walks across the bar, drops him down right at Holly. There you go. Richard follows. <laughs> you I'm, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna actually need you to do a strength check. <laughs> Hang on, but okay, before I'd like to, but while while he's trying to do this, <laughs> you um, you don't just get to do that. <laughs> can can I um can I contest his role or like um I think that you don't have to. Okay. Critical fail. <laughs> <laughs> he's small, okay. but he's a heavyweight. I, uh, I no, I get to. Of- I get to do this. So uh, you he tries to pick you up, but apparently you're heavier than he thought you were. And he just, he like tries to pick you up and he just can't. You're just, you're just way too massive for him to even uh, try to grab up. Okay. What so kind of black magic is this? I'm going to, um, I'm going to turn and kind of like not slap him, but just kind of like tap him on the side of the face to like get him to focus in on me. 
And then I do the, like, pointing at my eyes and point at him, right? Yeah. Hey, buddy, listen. You have any gold on you? No. I turn and uh, look, and I see the bartender staring right at us. And so I just lean and I go, well, listen, you uh, you take our friend, you go over and meet Holly, and I'll, uh, I'll be with you in just a moment, right? Okay. Walks over to Richard and gets him to Holly. So after they leave, I'm going to turn to the bartender. Wait, what, uh, what was he drinking? That was very good. He was actually drinking a, uh, something I just grabbed on my, uh, on my trip to Wolf's Hold. Oh, okay. Um, and I, uh, I'm gonna pull a, uh, big water skit out of my pack. <laughs> Could you fill me up? That's gonna be, like, 50 gold. I had to actually go over to Wolf's Hold and get this stuff, so... <sighs> One Mary <sighs> You know what? Fuck it. It's Hearthfire. Just fucking take it. He looks at the present in front of him and he starts unwrapping it and he looks at it and he's like, Oh shit. This is exactly what I wanted. He puts up another bottle of Hounds by Ultra Age Whiskey on the, t- on the wall and he says, Just, just fucking take it. It's, an, it's almost an empty bottle anyway. Yeah, he nods at her. She smiles and waves. Okay, well... I, I really appreciate it. Um, So I, we're going to find the tree. I think that maybe when we come back, there might be some kind of a uh, reward involved. So if we get a big payday from this, I'll definitely come back and uh, cut you in because of your uh, generosity. Eh, you don't need to. It's fine. All right, so I'm going to fill up this uh, this water skin that I have full of houndspite. And then I'm going to tuck it into my pack and make my way out of the bar. Where are you guys going from here? Are you guys going to go talk to Corn again? Holly was kind of given the rallying cry, so (laughs) I assume we're kind of just... Well, the only person I'm unaware of at this point where of their location is a certain Chris. I thought we were just kind of staging, like, right outside the bar door. Yeah, that's kind of where I was gathering them. Yeah, so when we get outside the door, um, once Uh, everybody's there... Chris was standing outside the bar the whole time. He okay. didn't enter it. <laughs> so, okay, so once, I, so once I get outside, then uh, I'm going to say... He doesn't partake in the consumption of alcohol. <clears throat> All right. Well, hey, everybody, listen, I think I got a little bit of a lead here. Uh, there's this girl who lives up the road. Her name is Lily, and uh, I think she might have seen something. I got some information, too. Uh, I talked with a lovely young man named Seamus. And he says that he saw some tracks leading out the other night to the woods that might have something to do with the missing tree. Now I say we go talk to this young lady before we go trekking off into the woods. Why not investigate in separate groups? Because divide and conquer is how D&D groups end up dead. <laughs> oh no, I've had of many successful <laughs> You're breaking the fourth wall. You're breaking the this is too meta! This is way too meta! <laughs> I'm all for going and talking to the young girl before we go out. Uh, but first, I have some things I've got to do. And she's going to skip over to the elder and pull another gift out of her bag of holding and give him his gift from Sir Nicolen. And if Seamus is uh, there as well, she's going to give him his gift. The gift that uh, Seamus got was a new hunting bow. And the gift for the village elder is a new pipe. For smoking. You look at Seamus, and he unwraps the bow, and he looks at you, and he 
you can see a tear well up in his eye, and he looks at you, and he smiles so brightly, and he's like, he just doesn't know what to say. Corin looks at you, and uh, he smiles, and you can already see him putting a little bit of tobacco into it and taking a nice drag off of it, and he says, This is the finest pipe I've ever gotten. I very much appreciate that. I actually made it myself. She gives them each a little curtsy, and then um, tells uh, Corin was his name. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about your tree. We're going to find that for you, or at least whoever did it. Thank you, my dear. Absolutely. Happy Hearthfire. Happy Hearthfire. And then uh, she's going to skip back to her companions. All right, bitches, let's go do this thing. <laughs> All right, um... Excuse me, could you, uh, could you watch your mouth a little bitty? Oh, little absolutely. Bitty. Uh, is it, do you have a problem with the language? Well, you know, I, uh, I just like to try and keep things as clean as possible. It just, it makes... I, I think it's just more respectful. Ah, fuck that. She's as... going to point at Karak again and uh, send him a little message. Watch your fucking mouth. He asked you nicely. As Karak seems to get a little bit unsettled, Jacob is going to pull out a small little uh, shot glass from his pack and pour a tiny little bit of whiskey into it and hand it to Karak. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jacob, maybe you're not so bad after all. And then he uh, stows the skin back in his pack and they continue on. I see. Very clean. Can we keep it clean over here? Gosh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so just as Darius said, a couple blocks down, you see uh, not the biggest house in the town. It's kind of smallish. There's still a nice chimney out the back of it. It's made out of logs. The logs are painted green, and it has brown shutters. It, It doesn't look bad. It looks... Actually, kinda, kinda warm and cozy. You see a little face poke out from the window, and then uh, she quickly draws the curtains, and uh, you're standing in front of the house now. Aw, she's cute. What a nice little house this is. It reminds me a lot of my cabin back home. Shall we knock then? Knock only to the count of three. First one, then two. And then three. Four is far too much, and five is just right out. You know, I, uh, I agree with you. I think that uh, I've always thought that a, th- a three-knock is a very jovial and conversational start to any uh, door scenario. So Karak naturally pushes forward and just bangs on the door. <laughs> um, Karak knocks on the door, I guess. Sorry, pounds and on the door. pounds on the door. A human male in his mid-30s. Opens up the door and says, You know you guys could have just knocked, and I would have totally opened the door? Uh, we're looking for a little girl named Lily. Um, I don't know if I'm, uh, I don't know if I'm especially, uh, comfortable with, uh, letting you talk to her. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I, I, apolo- I apologize for him. Uh, he's, uh, he doesn't have great manners. Um, I think I can, uh, let that go, seeing as it's Hearthfire. So, we're, uh, we're investigating the, the tree disappearance, and, uh, we were told down at the pub that, uh, Lily might know something about it. Oh, you want to talk to Lily about her little gnomes, do ya? I guess I can let you guys talk to her. Come on in. And he, uh, invites you inside. As she passes by, uh, Holly is going to hand him his gift from Sir Nicolin. Thanks. It's an axe for cutting wood. 
for like keeping the cabin warm. It's not very appropriate given the circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, whatever. It's, she didn't. It's hard. She player. didn't expect to find um, a tree gone. He uh, dropped the tree. I promise. <laughs> he looks sad and he says, "Oh, uh, thanks for um, thanks for planning me with a uh, with the murder weapon. So uh, I can." Uh, thanks, thanks. Now I'm uh, suspect number one. I appreciate that, sir. First of all, I'm terribly sorry. These gifts were made far prior to any knowledge of a tree disappearance. You know, we we make these way up north, and it takes us months almost to travel down here. I need to speak to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, we're the ones investigating, and I, I, I gave you this. So clearly, we you're not a suspect. At you're least planting the evidence on me. <laughs> No, I'm 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 just joshing with you. Thank you very much. You're, I can I really appreciate this. You're very welcome. Happy Hearthfire. Happy Hearthfire. Spectacle mind. I like that. <laughs> I think you mean skeptical, but um, I'll just okay. Um, you you walk inside and uh, he walks inside after you. You hear him call for her. Hey, Lily, why don't you come out here? These uh these nice gentlemen and uh, lady would like to talk to you. And you see a little uh, a little body run behind her father, and she's clinging to his leg and holding his hand and, and looks looks over and then quickly hides behind him and then he looks down at her and he says, It's okay, they're they're, they're nice, I promise. That that orc guy will not eat you. I promise. Are you um, sure she's not more scared of Holly's one green eye and one red eye? No, no, it's okay. it's, it's 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 definitely the orc. Wait, you have what? <laughs> she's she's got one green eye and one red eye. I'm now terrified of. She's Holly. heterochromatic. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's something that you could have added before Holly is that half terrifies demon us. Confirmed. Holy is half demon. It just hasn't come out yet. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, hello there, dearie. Don't be shy. We're just here to talk to you a little bit about what you saw. That's all. I'm actually gonna try to step up to the front of the group here because I'm basically her height. <laughs> are you all, are you also gonna give her a shot? Is that what's going on? <laughs> get her, get her little, get her little shot, 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 Everybody, That's okay, pregame. <laughs> Can we keep it clean over here, guys? <laughs> you gotta get a little buzz before That's we start lang- the language. Okay. Come yeah, on. not serving drinks to minors, please. Jacob is going to try to move his way up to the front because he sort of thinks, like, since he's about her size, maybe he'd be a little bit less intimidating. Okay. If you're going to talk to her, I'm going to need you to roll a um, persuasion check so that you can, uh, or so that she can determine whether she can actually give you the information or not. 18. Oh, yeah. She's, she's totes comfortable with you. Well, hello. I, uh,. I heard over in the bar that you might know a thing or two about what happened last night. Could you, uh, could you tell me what you saw? You want to know about my, about the elves, about the, about the gnomes, about, about St. Nikolai's gnomes? St. Nikolai, you say? Yeah, his, uh, his, his, his gnomes, uh, they they came and they, they, they took our tree. They, they, they were kind of different looking than I thought they were going to be. 
they kind of looked like lizards, but they they were definitely they were definitely Saint Nikolai's because nobody else would take the tree and the and the presents oh. except for okay, Saint okay. Nikolai. Cal- calm down, calm down. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Okay, you walked outside of the bar, right? Yeah. So what did you see as oh, soon as you came out? <laughs> yeah, wait, can we back up another step? What are you doing at a bar, little girl? She's out drinking everyone else. We already established that she was there. Why is this she's such a, an issue? She's a heavy drinker. Her parents, she's going shot for shot fuckers, with Karak the Fuckers, her parents the were there. All right, no, that's, kid that's that's sitting in there. Yeah, her parents were there. No, yeah, I get you. They were having like, a meal. They're I know, it's, yes, meal. it's more like a, a brewery or a tavern where there's yeah. meals. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> I walked outside and I saw these, I saw, I saw St. Nikolai's gnomes or, or, and, and they were, they were dragging away the tree and they were taking the, the, the gifts for, they were taking the gifts under it too. And you you said they looked like lizards? Yeah, they looked like they looked like little lizards, which which was the which was the weirdest part because I thought that Saint Nikolai's Saint Nikolai's gnomes were supposed to look like gnomes. Did you happen to see which way they took the tree? Yeah, they 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 went towards the woods. They went towards towards the woods. Into the wood that cannot be good. Okay, and uh one more thing. Did you did you hear them say anything? Not, not really. They were just kind of, kind of growling and snarling at each other, and and hissing. Well, it's very scary, very scary. Holly, what kind of shit does Sir Nikolai get up to up there? Holly's gonna slap Richard. You make an attack roll. That's a ten. Um, that's a no go, there, buddy it, boy. That's fine. It wasn't intended to hurt. It still stings, but. It's that kind of stinging that doesn't that that like hurts for a second but goes away eventually. I see where we stand. Hey, oh. shh. you don't need to cuss in front of children. That's horrible. That'll get are, you on the awful list. Are you are you one of Saint Nikolai's gnomes? Are are you are you one of Saint Nikolai's gnomes? No, I I'm an elf and I I work for Sir Nicolan. Oh, well, you're sure enough to be a gnome. <gasps> She walks over to you and uh, she holds out her hands. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing for you. <laughs> I, got, I got you two bottles of whiskey. She handles the I've, adult gifts. I've I've been really good this year. I've been really good this year. I I I've I I didn't I I ate all my vegetables and I I I only um I only drew on the walls twice this year. Can I can I have? Can, do you have anything for me? Absolutely. A good little girl like you deserves a wonderful gift. She's going to pull a gift out of uh, her bag of holding. It's a larger box than some of the other gifts that she's handed out. Not like even even bigger than the hunting bow, but it's like a it's like a big old gift for the little girl. Okay. She sets it down in front of Lily. She tears at the paper and uh she unwraps it really really quickly. It is a beautifully painted rocking horse. That creates magical-sounding whinnies whenever it's rocking back and forth. She looks at it, and then she looks at you, and she runs at you, and she glomps onto your leg, and she says, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, I love it! You're very welcome, dear. And gives her a hug. Well, don't you have a heart of gold? I do, you mean old Scrooge. I'll take that as a compliment. (laughs) Hey, I'm... 
I'm just gonna give you a point of inspiration for coming up with all of these gifts. Dude, that was freaking cool. Oh, Do it up, dude. <laughs> we ain't done if we meet more people. Lily jumps on her uh, new toy and starts playing with her horse, and uh, her dad walks in back into the room, and he says, Did you guys get everything out of her? I, I couldn't get that much out of her last night. I had to wring her neck for it. <laughs> she points a finger at Karak, and as, as she does that, she says to her father, Yes, we got everything we need, thank you. And uh, the message that Karak hears in his brain is, Stop being a complete idiot. You're going to scare your father. And if you don't stop being an idiot, I'll slit your throat in your sleep. Thank you. Dark fucking elf. Uh, All right. Um, good. So he, uh, he, he comes out and he says, um, hey, guys, thank you. Lily's been so quiet after, uh, was so quiet after that. I think that kind of scared her. So um, I, 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 here you guys go. He hands you all a, um. Like a little bag of uh of like two cookies. They're gonna act as um health or of minor health potions. Oh, thanks. I like cookies. Watch him eat them right away. I was actually about to say that, and then he said <laughs> that they're health potions. I'm like, yeah, they're actually kind of useful. In minor minor health potions. Minor health potions. So a, a regular health potion is like um two d four plus two. So a minor health potion will be like one d four plus one. And how okay. many do we have? You guys got two. We all have. Yep, yep, you guys got all a got to. Heartfire cookies. Thank you very much for your hospitality. You've been a kind host. Good luck, you guys. I I don't know what's out there, but it can't be good. Thank you for your hospitality. Yeah. Thanks for the cookies. Where are you guys gonna go now? Into the woods. Okay. So uh, there there's a big wooded area just outside of town. It's like maybe a half hour walk. When you guys get there, you suddenly start seeing, um, like, the marks of a tree being dragged through the snow. Well, would you look at that, boys and girl? We have ourselves some tracks. Ugh. Gus, I think that if we follow these, it'll lead us to the tree. Well, get to sniffing there, buddy. <laughs> sniffing? What do you think we orcs do? I'm going to pour another shot of whiskey and hand it to him. <laughs> oh, hey, thanks, little guy. <laughs> you oh. know how to calm him down quick. I say we, uh, we follow these tracks into the woods and see where they lead us. I agree. Yeah. yeah. All hands on deck. All right, so... Crack, why don't you, uh, why don't you lead the way? Oh, I'm back. Uh, I'm going to need you to uh, make a survival roll to uh, track the tracks oh, of the woods. Wait, Wallace, or what? Uh, just probably... The... 18. 18 will do it. You guys start following these tracks. It takes about a uh, an hour and a half through the woods, and you see this... Uh, it's like a wooden door with like sort of a uh, an ease on it. And um, it looks like an old abandoned mine. Do you guys wanna wanna go in? So, do or? the tracks lead to the mine then? Yes. Then we're going to okay. the mine. Uh, yeah, Karak is gonna take the giant great axe off his back. Ugh, you guys ready to go kill some things? Right behind you there, big buddy. Indeed. Well, hey, I think uh, maybe should we try to see if we can figure anything out before we just charge in? Ugh, never think, always charge. What did you have in mind there? Well, uh, 
I don't. Can any of you, uh, can any of you fellers or ladies see in the dark here? Of course. I specialize in the dark. Well, uh, why don't a couple of you creep on up to the opening and take a peek, see what you can see before we all just head on in there? I'd like to do a perception check of the entryway. Go ahead. That's a twelve. It does look a little suspicious. Looks a little too, little too easy to open up, but you you can't tell whether or not it's trapped or not. Hold on. So there's like there's a door on this mine shaft opening. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess I'll do an investigation check as well. Seventeen. Oh yeah, this thing is definitely trapped. You can see a line across the bottom of it, a, a, like a nice thin little piece of. Like, spider string across mm. the bottom of it. Okay, so I guess as as Richard is doing a bit harder investigating, he's probably, like, trying to get in for a better look to get better perception, and Holly's just going to hold her arm back and hold him back, and then point down at the, uh, the tripwire. Mmm. Interesting. Okay, so when they see the tripwire, um, I would like to do an arcana check, so to see if this trap has any sort of magical properties to it. Okay. That is a 19. Nothing magical about it. It's just a tripwire attached to something else in the start of the mine. Okay, looks like there's nothing magical about this. We just need to deal with the wire or move over it. Great. I have an idea. Why don't we all move back and uh, somebody try and throw something to set off the tripwire? Okay, we all move back and I'll use Eldritch Blast on it. Okay, go ahead. You want me to do an attack roll or something? Yeah, just whether you hit or miss. Fourteen. You cut it pretty easily, and uh, you can hear from the other side of the doors some uh, some bells start to ring. Oh boy, now you've done it. Oh, they know we're here. Karak is gonna take his great axe and make an attack against the door. Roll an attack roll. Should just open the damn door. Sixteen. Yeah, that'll hit. Do I roll for damage? Yep. Eight damage. The door shatters, and right as it shatters, two little figures jump on you. Oh! So both of them get an attack of opportunity on you. Sixteen? Uh, yeah. That hits. So that's four damage, and then the second one... That's, uh, nine, so that's not gonna not hit. hit. The first of these little, uh, lizard things jumps on you, and he, uh... He stabs you in the back, and the second one tries to leap on you, but he whiffs it and lands, like, flat on his face. Okay. Um, do you guys want to roll for initiative? Alright, do it. And want to? No, I just want to walk up and kill the fuck. RJ. 13. Ashley? 12. Brandon? I also got 13, but uh, RJ's going to be going first. My initiative is minus one. Oh, yeah. Harrison? 10. Bronson. Ten. But Harrison shall be going first. My initiative is plus one. And his is plus two. So, we're gonna start off with the kobold that is on, uh, Karak's back. He's gonna make another attack. That's a zero. (laughs) How he got a zero, I don't know. He he closes his eyes and tries to stab him, but ends up stabbing the air. And, uh, (laughs) Holly's next. Alright, so Holly is going to step up. She unsheathes her longsword, and as it is pulled out of the sheath, you hear, like, the sound of, like, 
what you imagine when you hear like snowfall in movies with like that the, the chimes kind of jingling. Fuck it, Doc, dude. That is. So that's that's the sound that it makes when she unsheathes her long sword, which has also got like swirls of red and green metallic around it. Anyways, just some kind of oh, you know, this flavor is, this text is not there. Christmas. All right, flavor town, flavor, t- <laughs> flavor town, take me to flavor town. All right, and she's going, uh, she's going to actually hold that in one hand, and she's going to pull out. A dagger in her other hand. And she's going to attack the kobold on the ground. Okie dokie. Alright, so the dagger is going to be a 14 versus AC. That'll hit. Okay, and then... 11 versus AC with the longsword. That will not hit. Uh, So that's going to be 4 piercing damage. He's looking kind of shitty right now. He looks kind of pale. That definitely took a lot out of him. Alright. Karak's up next. Karak is going to reach back on his back, grab this kerbolg kobold by a ten, try, attempt to throw it to the ground. Uh, do a strength check. Fourteen. Oh yeah, you do it fucking easily. He lands on the ground and he is prone. That'll be your action. We're gonna go to the kobold who uh, Holly just attacked next. He's going to try to take a swing at Holly. That is a nine. Oh, no, that's not going to get her. Okay, so he makes one last death roll at you and tries to uh, leap at you. He totally freaking whiffs it. Richard. Richard's going to cast Eldritch Blast at the one that was attacking Holly. Well, again, Stacy. Yeah, you hit him. Baller. Six force damage. Yeah, he's he's dead. Cool, I gained some temporary hit points. Yeah, you hit him, and he just disintegrates. Go frosty, bro. His name is Jacob Frost. Sorry. Jacob Frost. How far away am I from this remaining guy? You're maybe like ten feet away from him. Okay. So I'm going to run up then, and I'm going to try and uh, two-handed, like, sort of swing my quarterstaff down at him. Oh, yeah, you get a you get advantage, too. Don't forget about that. Okay. Nine. No, you don't hit him. So the one that uh, Karak threw on the ground jumps back up and tries to take another stab at Karak. That's an 11. That we shit out here, boy. <laughs> He tries to stab at you again, but ends up stabbing the air again. And, uh... It is Holly's turn again. So, did we skip over my turn? Oh, shit. Yeah, we did. Fuck. Go ahead. Chris Tinsel uh, readies his shield, his mace, and he makes a charge at... What the? Kobold. 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 On the ground. Yeah. And using his Warpriest studies, he's actually going to make two main attacks with the same weapon. First attack is a two. Well, that would Rip. be a seven. That would be a seven. Seven doesn't Shit, hit. you have a plus five? Mm-hmm. Damn. Fifteen against AC? Fifteen will hit. Or six damage. You hit him and he just, like, explodes. <laughs> after after <laughs> this uh, after this pretty convincing victory, um, Jacob is uh, going to pour himself a shot of this Houndsbite whiskey. Roll, for, roll a constitution. Save. That's uh, 18. Yeah, you're good. And then he's also going to pour a shot for uh, Kark, too. Ah, uh, cheers, little guy. Oh, it goes down so smooth. 
All right, are you guys gonna venture on in then? Yeah, let's go on in. Yeah, Karak will take charge. All right. Um. So you you walk on in. It's a little ten by ten room. You can see a couple of chairs and a bedroll. Nothing else. It's a little dark. Cozy. There's these phosphorescent mushrooms on the walls, and they kind of they provide a little bit of light, but not much. Jacob would like to pick some of the mushrooms. All right. Uh, roll a survival check. It's a fifteen. Oh yeah, you do it without any without any effort. Okay, so I'm gonna pick these mushrooms and uh, store them into my pack, so I've got some of these glowing mushrooms with me. Oh. You must see in the dark, little man. When they lose their glow, uh, let oh, me yeah. know. Go ahead, you should do a perception check. Okay. That's a 22. Yeah, like I said, there's just a bedroll, a couple of chairs, some mushrooms that... So uh, just be clear. But you see them clearly. Yeah, you see them very clearly. <laughs> <This> <laughs> tunnel pristine the, 4K. What we thought was a tunnel <laughs> is not a tunnel. It's, a, it's just a room. fucking room. But with that, you you can look up ahead, and there's like, there's another tunnel that reaches forward. I picture in. Oh, so it's not just a. I thought it was a closed room. No, it's not a closed room. It's not a closed room. That would've been nice to know. The tunnel doesn't have any doors. It's just a tunnel. Goes forward. Croc's gonna head down the tunnel. Richard gonna follow. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm gonna follow. All right. Um. See, you go into this next room. It's thirty by thirty circle. If you squint hard enough, you can see in, um, to the left and to the right, there are a couple more tunnels. Near the middle of the room, there looks like to be a little sh- a little shed of some kind. As you walk in, you hear some screeches from the ceiling, and, uh, a cloud of bats fly from the ceiling and, uh, go at you guys. It was Holly that jumped up first, right? Ran first? Oh, yeah. Who, Are we doing the, the same initiative? Yeah. Who ran in first? I, oh, I ran, ran in first? Well, yeah, he was leading. Alright, so... Just as always, a cloud of bats <laughs> swarm on Karak and start attacking him. <laughs> Karak's getting the short end of the stick today. So, Maybe don't lead so much. Holly's gonna go first. Alright, I guess she's gonna do the tried and true, take out her, uh, use her longsword and dagger on these dudes. Uh, that's 15 versus AC with the, uh, dagger. Little hit. Okay. And then 23 versus AC with longsword. That'll hit. Okay. That's 6 damage with the dagger, and then 8 damage with the longsword. 6 and 8. 14. 14. So you do 7 damage to them. A couple of bats drop out of this cloud, but they're still uh, swarming pretty well. Karak is next. Karak, as soon as he sees these bats, drops his axe to the floor and goes, Nettie, you take this one! Reaches out of his bag, his giant net, and throws it into the air at the cloud of bats, attempting to trap and disorient them. Roll an attack roll. Fourteen. <laughs> the bats completely avoided the bat. <laughs> the net drops to the ground. Nettie, you take this one. Nettie! You did a good job. <laughs> Hang in there. No, Nettie. <laughs> um, the bats are going to attack uh, Karak next. Seen as he tried to fisherman gonna, them to the ground, they uh, they can't get past your uh, your tough hide, so uh, no damage. Nettie it, protected him. Fuck your next. Fuck your next. Anyway, I'm gonna use Eldritch Blast at them. Twelve. That'll hit. That is eight force damage. This cloud is um, more than half dispersed. 
More than half the bats are dead. Jake Frost. I would like to cast Animal Friendship on the remaining bats. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> okay. If you want to do that, that's okay. I'll let you Bat do that. Bat buddies. So, uh, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. I just want to tell you that bats aren't very wise. You fool! <laughs> bats are the smartest fuckers in the world! You'll never befriend them. Watch, they get 20. They got a 20. <laughs> you fool! <laughs> These bats are the smartest animals in the world! <laughs> You'll never befriend them! Because I rolled a 19. Yeah, that's gonna be my uh because that's my spell my spell that's safety, your right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a twelve, so that uh That shit ain't happened. They beat that. Hey, man, no, you see you see all of them as they fly by you, their tiny little bat hands flipping you off. <laughs> screech, 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 flip, 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 screech, screech, motherfucker. Screech, screech, motherfucker. Well, damn, I was kind of excited about that, having Bats some bat friends. Alright. So, uh, Tinsel, you're up next. Is the bat's still in range? Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of swarming around um, Karak. So Karak is okay. really getting the short end. Of the stick Again, um, I am going to use the ability of the War Priest, and I am going to make a double attack. The first attack is a seven. Guess Seven's not going to hit. Darn, dang, dang, dangy, dang! And the next one. Oh. We're gonna say that you swung too hard. You were you were holding too loosely to the mace, and it just you just kind of throw it. <laughs> so you gotta go grab your mace before you can attack next turn. How far does it go? It goes like five feet, just far enough to be just a nuisance. Skipping a jump away. Holly, you're up next. How jolly! You know what? As much as it sucks, she's gonna keep going with the long sword and the dagger. 22 versus AC with the dagger. Yep, that hits. And then 6 versus AC with <laughs> the long not sword. Hit. Yeah, okay. 3 piercing damage, which probably translates to 1. Yeah, there there are still a couple of bats left. Just a couple. And Karak's up next. Karak is going to uh, pick Nettie up off the floor. <laughs> oh, you tried, girl! Put her back in his pack. And then he's going to pull out his two war picks, and he's just going to start flailing around at the air trying to kill these bats. Okay. So, uh, with the first one, 10. Doesn't hit. With the second one, that's going to be 20. That'll hit. 8 bludgeoning damage. All the bats are dead now. There are no bats remaining. Richard's going to go examine the shed. There's just mining gear and whatnot in there. There's nothing interesting in there. So it's a freaking tool shed. Okay. Yeah. Does the shed have any equipment that could be used for illumination, like lamps or? Oh head yeah, lamps it has some headlamps. You know what? I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it has some headlamps in there. There's some crude explosives in there too. Richard takes the explosives and a headlamp. Jacob will also take a headlamp, and after he does that, he's gonna give another shot to crack. Oh, man, I'm liking this guy more and more every okay, hour. Okay, so at this point, I'm going to need you to roll to see if you're drunk. That is an eight. Karak is now fucking drunk. So the halfling can take this shit, but the orc got nothing. So, um, we're well, going to say... I've also only done one shot, and I think I've given him four. We're going to say that you, that you add one to strength, but you subtract two from wisdom and intelligence. There you go. Yeah. Well, you strength. know why I wanted a full skin of whiskey. 
Okay, so um, there are two tunnels on the right and on the left. The left two on the right and the left there, there's, respectively. There's one on the right, so there's four. one on the left. There's one on the right, there's one on the left. Okay. 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 As you approach the right one, it looks like there might have been a small cave in. There's a little hole at the bottom of it that looks like something could squeeze on through. But other than that, it looks blocked. Would something like a halfling be able to slip through? It might be a little bit of a squeeze, but you can try. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to put my uh, my headlamp on and turn that on, and then I'm going to try and squeeze through. All right, make a dexterity check. That's a five. You get stuck in the hole. <laughs> oh, oh, don't worry, little guy. I got you. All right, yeah, do a strength check to pull him out. Point. You pull him out, and uh, you hear a... And uh, you both land on your asses. Does he land in the honey tree? Oh, th- thanks. I, I was a little tighter than I thought. I would go, like to um, take the crude explosive, put it in the hole, step way back. Oh, hey, hold on. Shouldn't we check out what's on the left tunnel before we waste all our explosives? I suppose it's a good idea. Ugh, damn. I thought we were going to see stuff go boom. Don't worry, my friend. We will. You know, the, the they might come in useful later if we need them down the left tunnel. I put the explosives back in my bag. Holly would like to now investigate and see what she can see through the hole on the other side. Okay, uh, roll a perception check. Ten. You can see some uh, arrows in there, and it's like the same luminescent mushrooms. But other than that, you can't make out much more than, like, a couple of barrels and some, uh, mushrooms. Can I do a perception check of the tunnel? Sure. Twelve. Yeah, it's just a tunnel. There's no cave-in. There's no nothing. It's just a straight tunnel. Nothing that's all that interesting. Do we want to try going down this tunnel, perhaps? Yeah, why not? I think we- I think we check it out. Grok heads down the tunnel. Uh, Richard follow- What is it with you and going headfirst into this nonsense, you orc? He's drunk. (laughs) <laughs> he did it before he was drunk. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Alright, so you walk in, it's kind of a messy circle, and the first thing that you guys take in when you walk into this room is there's just a horrible scent. Like, this is where they dump all their, it, it seems like this is where they dump all their trash. A scent permeates to this room, and it just it's just rank. Ooh, oh, that is not a good smell. Ugh. Yeah. Smells like coal. There are three tunnels in this room. There's one right in front of you, there's one north, and there's one south. Where you guys want to go from here? Well, what do you guys think we should do? Forward! I'm okay with anything, but... Holly would like to investigate the area they're currently in, see if there's any markings of any sort of, like, a tree or anything. Any telltale signs that people have been through here recently, within the last, like, night. Okay. Well, I've always liked walking south. It feels like you're going downhill. Why do advice? What am I doing? Investigation, right? Yeah. Uh, 14. You can see muddy footprints, tiny little ones, just shuffling about through the cavern. Nothing really telltale. Well, shit. Actually, what is it, Holly? You can. You and can. watch your language. Well, there's a bunch of footprints in here, but no real definite way of going, just all over the place. The door in front of you, it's locked. It's like a really crappy lock. It looks like somebody who only took locks 101 <laughs> made it. <laughs> Alright, so... I'd like to try and break it with my quarterstaff. 
Okay. That's an 11. You can hear it shudder just a little bit, but it doesn't completely break off. Jacob has lived most of his life in a forest, and he, like, really is just not digging this awful smell. Um, he's actually going to take a shot of whiskey to try and ease the smell a little bit. Roll At that for... point, Chris leans over and whispers in Jacob's ear and casts the can trip guidance, okay. which allows him a plus d4 on any checks. Okay. So... It, it can be used at any point. So, like, if you wanted to check the door, or you know, that's a nine or not me. get drunk. You're, you're <laughs> drunk. You're fucking wasted. Okay. So, uh, plus one to attack, or, or plus one to strength, minus two to intelligence and wisdom. <laughs> Holly points her finger at Karak, and he hears her whispering voice again, saying, I think that, uh, this door isn't very sturdy, and you'd probably be able to break it down if you really tried. <gasps> Karak looks around. Focuses on Holly, sees the door next to him, and he's just gonna charge nice. right at the door. All right, make an attack roll. Sixteen. Okay, make an attack roll then. That's her. No, no, yeah. make make like a damage roll. Five. The lock breaks on it, just like gives fucking way, and you <laughs> run into the room. The room is completely dark, and then suddenly oh you see five little things start uh, flaring up. As they look at you, and I'm going to need you guys to roll initiative. Oh, uh, God. Guys. Oh, shitty today. Okay, um, Holly. Well, that'll be a 15 right out. I'm afraid that's a 7. Croc? 8. Jake? It's Jacob. And that's a 15. Tinselboro? <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Chris Tinsel? RJ, what's your modifier? Plus four for initiative. Oh, okay, so you're, so, you're, so, you're, so you're before you're me, then. You're dude. How do you have such high dex? Dex. <laughs> okay, so, Holly, you're going up first. All right, so these are five, like, sets of eyes that we see inside this dark room um, that Karak just charged through. We're going to say that they're not five sets of eyes, but they're five sets of uh, glands. Okay, fire beetles ahoy. Ow, oh, Fuck these things. Alright, so she's going to take out her longsword and her dagger again. And she gonna do a thing where she attacks them. 11 versus AC with the dagger. That will not hit. That's a natural 20 plus 424 for the longsword. Alright, now uh, roll double damage. Hidey ho there, neighbor. Here we go. Oh, that's five points of slashing damage. You cut a swath into him and he just falls down dead. Jacob, you're next. I'm going to cast the cantrip Thorn Whip, and I'm going to throw it at the the nearest enemy here. All right, make an attack roll then. That's a seven. Uh, That will not hit. Cool. Thank you, next. One of the beetles is uh, is going to take a bite at Karak. That's a nat 20. 14 damage. Hey man. One buffy. Y'all healing spells that y'all might know. Just know that I'm at 4 health. You've got cookies. Ooh, you right, you right. 
Bronson's character's up next. I, I'm, I'm I'm not good with fucking names. Chris. Chris. Chris Tinsel. Chris Tinsel. I love that you love his name. Well, he's like a fucking '80s action movie character. <laughs> Yo, I'm Chris Tinsel. Chris Tinsel. <laughs> so, uh, Chris Tinsel is going to swing his mace at one of these beetles. Okie dokie. And he, in his first attack. This one is an 8. Doesn't hit. And his second attack is an 11. Does not hit. So, one of the beetles is going to scurry by um, Karak, and it's going to uh, try to attach itself onto uh, Richard. Fuck you, beetle. That's a 16. Motherfucker. Alright. All of a sudden, a bear named Rumash. Just runs in. Bear Mosh to the rescue. So, uh, 4 damage. That was very nice. Let me pay you in kind. Alright, so Karak is next. If I eat my cookies, is that my action? Or is that a bonus action? I'm gonna say that because you can shove a cookie in your mouth and then run at somebody, I'm gonna say that when you guys do eat a cookie, it's a bonus action. Karak is going to uh, throw his cookies in his mouth. Both of them? Yup, or nine health. Okie dokie. Then he's going to... Turn to the beetle that scurried past him towards Richard. He's gonna grab Nettie out of his bag and toss it to demobilize this here beetle. Okay, give it a try. 21. That beetle is immobilized. He can't move and can't attack. Good job, Nettie! Unless he breaks out of the net. Richard is next. How many beetles are left? There are four. I'm gonna attack one of the ones that's not attacking me. Okay. And with uh, Eldritch Blast. That's an 11. Um, I'm guessing that's not good. That does not hit. One of the beetles is next. He's going to uh, run at Holly and take a bite. Okie dokie. So, 15? Chomp, chomp away, motherfucker. Three damage. Okay. Alright, so another beetle is going to run at Karak and try to take a bite (laughs) out of him. (laughs) That's not going to hit. That's a three. No, so he tries to take a bite out of him. And uh, gets caught on his armor and is like, oh, well, I can't do that. Well, this is a thing. Holly's up next. Holly's fucking pissed that she got a bug bite in her. She gonna attack it with her dagger and longsword again. Okie dokie. That's a six versus AC with the dagger. (laughs) Hey, that hits. No. (laughs) Unfortunately, it doesn't. That's a 12 versus AC with the longsword. Yeah, you hit with that one. That's six points of damage, slashing damage. Yeah, he's dead. Jacob is up next. Karak, what's your health at? I'm at 13 right now. What's your total health? 13 out of 24. Okay. Uh, so Jacob is going to run over and cast Cure Wounds on Karak. Okie dokie. Uh, so that is... So I am going to heal you for seven points of damage. Hey! Thanks, my friend! Oh, hey, don't mention it. As a bonus action, can I give him another shot of whiskey? Uh, I fucking, I guess just so. To, just to wash <coughs> it down. Take another, uh... After a 19. Okay, well, then, uh, then you're all good. Alright, um... One of the beetles is up next. It's the one that was, uh, attacking Karak first. So he's gonna take another bite of Karak. The beetle misjudges the distance and tries to take a bite, and Karak was able to, uh, 
move out of the way just a little bit, and Kurok dodges it. The Beetle forgot his glasses. <laughs> my glasses. Yeah, you, you my glasses. Yeah, my glasses. My glasses. Chris is up next. Well, Chris is going to take a swipe at one of these beetles. How many are remaining, out of curiosity? There are three left. One's immobilized under the under <laughs> netty. Does that give him... Yeah, that'll give you advantage. Oh, it'll give me advantage? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try for the bug trapped underneath the net. Okie dokie. Fifteen? Yeah, that hit. Six damage. Yeah, that beetle just fucking splats on the ground as you hit it. Karak is up next. There's a beetle attack that does attack Karak, correct? Yeah. Alright, um, with his great axe, he's gonna come down right on the head of this beetle. Eleven. No, sir. So, uh... Is it me next? Yeah, it's you next. Okay, I'm gonna try again. On one of the beetles that's remaining. The two remaining. Yeah, the two remaining. Oh, fuck me! Seven. Yeah, you whiffed it. Then, there's another beetle. And he's going to take a swing at... Correct. Fuck it. That's an 18. That will hit. Six damage. Okay, now Holly, you're up. Holly's going to take her longsword and dagger. Go at her again. Oh, the dagger got a nat 20 plus 4, 24. And then the longsword got a 23. Yeah, those both fucking hit. So the dagger deals 5 damage. And the longsword deals 4. You stab it a couple of times, and it just it just gives up the ghost. <laughs> All right, so um, Jacob, you're next. How close am I to the last beetle? Right in front of Karak, so like right five next feet. To you. Okay, so I'm right next to him because I ran yeah. over to Karak then. Um, so I'm gonna step forward and I'm gonna do a two-handed strike with my quarterstaff. Okie dokie. That is nineteen. Yeah, you hit five points of damage. Yeah, it died. He dead. As the last beetle dies, its body walks to the far edge of the chamber. As it lands, you can see that there is another tunnel leading someplace else. Oh, hey, we did it, guys. That was great. I love the blood of my enemies. Let us continue down the hallway. I mean, I think uh, that was was real good. We ought to celebrate. Yeah. Does anybody have any more cookies? Those things were good. I'm going to give Croc another shot of whiskey. Roll again. Hey, I'll take this, too. And? Yeah, I'll give that to you. You're not drunk. Okay. So, do you guys want to travel down this? I am drunk. You're not drunker. Yeah, can I get... When when do I get undrunk? Like, it takes like an hour. It's permanent. Happy holidays. You're walking down this tunnel. Are you guys going to walk... Further down the tunnel? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Sure. As you walk down the tunnel, you see a kobold, and he's not like the other ones. He actually has, like, draconic wings, and his back is turned to you, and he's tending this pedestal. He's dressed up in some robes. They hold the emblem of uh, Tiamat on him. The corner of the room, you see a tree propped up against the wall. It has two stakes digging into it, and it's just kind of... It's sitting on the other side, standing up. In front of the altar is a mass of presents. And on the altar is a dragon's egg. It's silver in color. Uh, Holly is going to cast <laughs> sleep on this kobold. Go ahead. All right. Oh, hey there, buddy. What are you doing? Shit, What's no. with, what's Shut with all the presents here? I'm going to sleep. 
<laughs> we're gonna get Belsa ringing again. You can still put him to sleep after I've talked to him. Shit. We're f- okay, while he's doing that, I'm gonna cast Armor of Agathus we're on myself. Oh, I found it, I found it, I found it. Okay, roll 5d8. Okay. Twenty-two. The total is how many hit points a creature's a spell can affect. I'm sure you know sleep how it works. He goes out like a rock. Woo! <laughs> and you have solved my dungeon puzzle. So we just wait. He was the boss. That's that. We see. Wait, wait, hold on. Heathfire. <laughs> All right. So fire. as the kobold is sleeping on the ground, Holly walks up, unsheathes her long sword. You know, you hear those sparkles again. Sparkle, she kind of she holds it so it's kind of facing downward. And thrusts it into his sleeping body, saying... Um, but as she draws her sword on him, Jacob is going to try to run up and knock her sword out of the way. Doesn't your sword make a shit ton of noise when it comes out of its sheath? Jingle, 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 jingle. Yeah, but he's asleep. Exactly. So he wakes so, the fuck up. So, so, oh, shit. No. All right, she's going to take her dagger. No, okay. So J- Jacob is running. He's going to try to right. knock your blade out of the way. Do you want me to do, like, an attack, or what do you want for that? Dexterity versus dexterity. Oh! Shit. That's a critical fail. <laughs> That's a critical fail. Are you kidding me? Do you want to set our dexterity modifiers? Yes. Alright, what well, go ahead. What That's do you got? That's plus two for me. Uh adding the uh, additional brings it up to a total of five. Damn it! So um <laughs> let's just say you you try to stop her and you guys struggle with it, and it falls out of her hand, and it drops on top of the kobold's head. And he wakes the fuck up and looks at you and goes, He had to ruin it. You can't just kill a sleeping enemy. That's not fair. Roll if anyone's shift. gonna kill him, it's me! You I fucking idiots. I was gonna... You fucking murder hobo idiots. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. It was mine. Holly. 24. Well then. Um, he wants to get that glory back. That'd be a 13, son. Karak. Uh, 18. Jake? Ub? Uh, uh, that's a 9. Chris? 4. <laughs> okay, Holly, you go first. She gonna Obviously. take out the dagger and pick up her fucking sword, and she gonna go after this fucker. Dagger is 19 versus AC. Yep. And the long sword is 14 versus AC. No. That's five damage. Okay. You getting coal for Hearthfire, bitch. So Karak is next? Karak is going to <laughs> rip. throw Netty at this guy <laughs> uh, as a bonus action, because I, I learned Nettie. that apparently I can throw my net as a bonus action. Okay. 14. Yeah. No. Okay. So uh, and then he's going to follow up with uh, his great axe. Okay. 17. That'll hit. And uh, slashing damage. Okay. Richard is up next. Okay. What do you mean, fuck? Fuck. I'm gonna cast Witch Bolt at this motherfucker. That's a 13. The Kobold is up next. Uh, he's gonna cast Firebolt at uh, Ollie. Okay. Four. Or so, uh, no, no, sorry, uh, 19. Oh, four would have been much nicer. Four yeah, 17 will hit. Okay, so Go it's a D8, blocks. right? Uh, 1d10. Fuck it, duck. Fuck it, duck. You don't want to hurt us. Yeah, what happened, Mr. Nice? 10? Ten? 10 damage? Yeah. 
Why are you sound so scared, man? Ray is seriously the nicest DM ever. Right? Okay. Well, Holly is incredibly go. pissed off at this little fucker. Ray is what I imagine Canadian DMs are like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Jacob is up next, eh? So, um, since we've already established this, as a bonus action, I'm gonna run up to Krog and, uh, <laughs> give him a double shot of whiskey. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta roll with disadvantage now. What say. whiskey do you have? <laughs> I, have, a, whole I have a whole I have a whole water skin that I filled up with it. Well, okay! Well, critical fail. <laughs> so you're drunk as shit. No, no, you don't have to roll a second. Roll. Roll a you second. can't get worse than that. Add one more to uh, strength and, and subtract Perfect. one from wisdom and one for, or two more from wisdom and two more from intelligence. Perfect. Okay. I would have thought a critical fail on a double shot would have done way worse damage. <laughs> All right. And then with my attack, I'm going to cast Produce Flame and then throw it at him. Okay. That's a 14. Um, that will not hit. Cool. All right. So, uh, Chris Tinsel, you're up next, man. Chris is going to make a, a uh, strike at this kobold with his mace. That's a 13. That'll not hit. And he is going to be very disappointed in himself as it misses. The kobold uh, uses his wings and sort of dashes out of the way real quick, and uh, it's Holly's turn now. Holly gonna fucking get this, dude. Alright, she gonna do the dagger-longsword combo again. I was gonna say, at that point... Well, that dagger gonna be in 23 versus AC. Holy shit, yeah, that'll fucking hit. And I'd like to use my point of inspiration to give myself advantage on this roll for my longsword attack. Go ahead. Good fucking <laughs> thing, too! Boomtown. Alright, that's gonna be 21 versus AC. That'll hit. What did you roll the first time? Nine. So that's six with the dagger, and that's a total of eight damage on the kobold. Yeah, he's looking super. He's looking super yeah, crappy. It was almost an eight. Karak is up next. Yes. All right. Karak is um, drunk as shit. Harrison's just been waiting for this. You guys don't understand my. He's gonna deal here. a bunch of fucking damage. So he's going to enter rage. Uh, he's also going to be making a reckless attack. Gives him advantage on his attack roll. Uh, he also, any damage against him is also at advantage, or any attack against him. Uh, and it's going to be attacking with his two war picks. Ha ba ba, come on! That is now, uh, 19. That'll hit. <laughs> uh, and this one's going to be 22. That'll hit. Alright. No. Well, damage. As you dig the last uh, of your picks into him, he quickly spins away, and he starts limping towards the egg. He reaches his hand up, and then uh, from out of the ground, a hydra's uh, mouth comes out, plucks the wings from his back, and goes back into the abyss where it came from, and uh, he's dead. Ollie would like to walk up to his corpse, take out her longsword, which does a little shingle, jingle, jingle sounds, turn it downward, stab it into his already dead body, which kind of makes it a moot point. Hey, what are you doing? Double tap. Always double tap. You've been incredibly naughty this year. You didn't need to do that. He was already done. So. Oh, that was through his head, by the way, okay. that she did that. 
Well, then you're just beating a dead horse. That's yeah, fine. basically, that's All about right, it. Um, and then she's going to go and uh, tell the guys that they should round up the tree in the presence. Richard's going to grab the silver egg. As you reach for the egg, it starts to wiggle a little bit, and um, you can see cracks start forming on its metallic surface. And a little head pokes out, and it makes a little cheap. And it looks at you like, hi. Well, damn it. Now I gotta take care of this whole thing. I'm gonna cast Animal Friendship on this thing. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. What kind of intelligence does this thing have? You have to roll a disadvantage, too. Because um, it's uh, uh, Richard, Richard first and is uh, imprinted. Go have that. I don't roll on this. You do. Okay. He has to do a wisdom saving throw. So that's a 22. Well, fuck. Barack's gonna <laughs> walk up to this little dragon. Hey there, little guy. He's gonna bite your hand. Oh, I like you. You want to get in some trouble with me? Well, hey there, little fella. How's it going? Please tell me it just walks up onto his shoulder and kind of curls up and sleeps because it's not going to attack us. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. Dude, it's God. it's a baby dragon. You can cut its head off with an know. axe. Silver dragons are lawful good. Oh. I got well, a pet sh- dragon. Cool. I got a pet dragon. Okay. Okay, so. We would like to retrieve the presents and the tree. As you head back, I'll take charge of the tree. I, I got to make sure it didn't take too much damage. As you head back, Corin's standing near the outskirts of the city, looking at you guys, and he's waving at you, and he's like, Where did you, where did you guys find that? I thought that was going to be gone forever, and all this stuff too. Don't worry, we kept our promise. And she's going to go to the center of town and open her bag of holding and take out the gifts that she put in there. We from- need to hurry. If I'm going to heal this tree, it needs to get back quickly. <laughs> okay. Karak, who I assume has been carrying this tree the entire time. Absolutely has. Oh, duh. <laughs> <His drunken ass. laughs> All so the ornaments and shit. Throws it back on the stump. <laughs> and um, Can I use my druidic magic to try and reconnect this tree? I was hoping that you would. Okay. Do I get an extra inspiration point for uh, the holiday spirit magic? You get like three inspiration points for... Uh, Using your alcohol to keep Karak from killing everybody. <laughs> okay. That's a 22. You put it on there, and as soon as you stick it on where the rings were supposed to be, it's like it never was cut at all. It looks perfect. And in fact, as it connect- reconnects with its, uh, with its lower half, you can see uh, some strange white blooms start forming on the tree, and it looks even more beautiful than it did before. Corrin oh, it's wa- a hearthfire miracle! Corrin walks up to it and looks at it and says, Thank you guys so much. This is this is more than I could have even... Um, free drinks all around. Free drinks all around, everybody. Let's get hey! into the tavern. Hey! Alright, Karatha, let's go in! Alright, as they're at the tavern... Holly is going to get into her bag of holding and pull out four wrapped boxes. The first she's going to hand to Chris. Yeah, I'm going to open the gift. Uh, inside of his box is a tail warmer for your tiefling tail. To keep you warm during this uh, cold season. She then hands another box to Richard. Who opens it? 
and inside he finds a silver set of lucky dice. I love it. She hands the next box over to Jacob. Uh, yeah, he's gonna open it. And uh, inside he finds a uh unopened bottle of Houndsbite extra aged whiskey. Oh, hey, this is great! And the last box she hands to Dear Karak. Oh, hey! I never thought I was gonna get this. Tears the thing apart. Inside, he finds a jumbled pile of what looks like small ropes with a tag attached to it. Uh, what's this? Uh, as he reads the tag, he sees that it says, Hello, my name is Ned the Net. Oh, Ned! Have you met Neddy? Pulls out of his bag, <laughs> Ned, and uh, puts them in the box together. <laughs> to make little nets. <laughs> No, you guys have a good time now. That's not how nets work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Little did, little did Karat know. That's not how nets work. All right. And then he's going to lean over the bar, put a hand on the back of Jacob, and go, Hey, little guy, you're not heading for King's Landing, are you? Well, to be honest, I'm not really heading much of anywhere. I'm just going wherever people need some help. Uh, well, I'm not going where people need help. But I'd love to travel with you if you uh you want to go on any more adventures. My friend, I have a feeling that wherever you go, people need help. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be wrong. So after a drink at the tavern, Holly's actually going to bid them all adieu as she has to continue on her way to deliver the rest of the presents for Sir Nicola and to the people of the land. As uh, she leaves, everybody from the city forms around the tree and they look at it and uh, the camera pans up above the city and um, it was all inside of a snowflake the whole time. I think everybody was fucking thinking of that. Welcome, welcome. Happy Hearthfire, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this year's Hearthfire special. I know I sure did, and we hope you'll join us again next year. But for now, I must get going. There are quite a lot of gifts we need to start making for next year. And from all of us at Realms and Nerds, to you and yours, Happy Holidays.